Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I'm your host Sean Siriani, and I'm excited to throw this one at you. Today we got a little quickie for you, and actually I believe this is our first on the phone interview. I think I said on the show I always wanted to keep the intimacy like just kind of sitting down one-on-one with people but this one is definitely an exception to the rules because I get to talk with a guy whose work I have admired for the past few years dude has made me laugh so hard with his combination of music media and improv comedy our guest today is the necrosexual And a handful of years ago, when I discovered the Necrosexual, it popped up on a very well-known heavy metal website that I've been following for years. It was his first segment, and it was so refreshing to see a heavy metal interview done in the style that he does. He has created this character that's so beyond metal that it's insanely cartoonish and hilarious and you can tell uh when he conducts these interviews with some very famous artists some of them like are laughing and think this is like the best thing ever or the total opposite and they're completely weirded out and he actually tells us a story on this episode of somebody just walking away from him and beyond those beginnings and creating this awesome character What's really cool is the evolution of the necrosexual and the necrosexual brand. It feels weird to say that sentence, but I'm going to explain. From being known doing these interviews, he has taken this character to greater heights. Right now, he has released a new EP and has been touring with a band, also doing like some stand-up comedy nights, rap battles. All as the necrosexual. And I love that. The drive is fucking real. He's out there doing it. And beyond the work ethic, he is absolutely hilarious and talented as well. So you're going to meet him. This is a little quicker interview. First time calling Philadelphia. (laughs) Kind of decided to make this one a shorter one. Not just because of the long distance call charges. But also the night prior, he did a show, and it was actually his first rap battle that he won. Ended up celebrating, was hella hungover the day we recorded this. So yeah, I just kind of respected his time and wanted him to get some rest as well. But it was cool to have this segment. He embodies the type of people who I love to talk to on the show. And before we send this one to you, I want to remind you that if you are listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Pod Addict, and any of your favorite podcast listening apps, just to let you know, each and every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. On there, you can find the link to the EP, The Gory Hole Overture, Also, I'm going to post many clips of his interviews. And yeah, check it out. And outside of listening to this podcast, just treat yourself to a good laugh, all right? So without further ado, here's the Necrosexual coming at you right now. 
Earth Radio in session. We are here with the Necro Sexual <laughs> on the phone, the first phone interview, man. Welcome. How the hell are you? That was a very flattering falsetto you just delivered there. Yeah, I try, I try. Uh, I like how you kind of added that to your shtick lately. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, wicked. Well, people think it's a shtick, but I always tell them, it's not a phase I'm going through, Dad. Yeah, yeah, you you, you told me uh, when we were talking to call you in 10 minutes, and I actually imagined that even though this is a phone call, that you had to put on all your corpse paint to do it and everything. <laughs> of course, I mean, I woke up like that. Yeah. And uh, light, light the candles, get the Yanni playing, and uh, I always drink a little bit of Franzia Merlot before I do a phoner with the boner, so let's just say that I'm very prepared for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it, man. And um, it's kind of cool, I feel like I've been following you for a while, and I remember the first time I seen you, I think it was something Metal Injection shared, and it yeah. was such a refreshing, hilarious type of interview. Um, you see a lot of like metal, heavy metal interviews out there, and people like kind of take them too seriously. And you were totally yeah. in the opposite direction. And I kind of yeah. want to go back in time and just like ask you about like where did this concept come from? Sure, absolutely. Um, uh, it definitely comes from a very honest place within my own uh, my necro inner self. It's my my heavy metal Hellraiser dialed to eleven. Everything's over the top, and I call myself the most electrifying man in corpse entertainment because it is about entertainment. Uh, people will either see my videos or listen to my music, or especially with the stuff on uh, metal injection over the years. And they'll either be like, this is hilarious, or like, yo, fuck this guy. Yeah, so, yeah. 50-50 success rate, which is pretty good in the business world. You know, it's, it's either pass or fail, and it weeds out the posters right away. So yeah. very polarizing, but love me or hate me, I want to be like the Joan Rivers of black metal. I'm going to stay around forever and uh, work my ass off until I'm 80 and die. Fuck yeah. And uh, you've interviewed, like, so many legends from Venom to a bot to obituary. Um, I want to ask you, like, usually when I, I watch these things, they're pretty cool and like having fun with you. Has there any, has there been any artists like not down with your character? <laughs> like just being like, what the fuck is going on type of thing? There's a few, um, actually a bot, um, or uh, as he says, uh, initially, we were going to interview him before the show, and we're set up, and I was like, this is the necrosexual, and I'm here with the man who's so grim and frosting that it makes my nipples hard, and like, I like, gave him this great introduction, and he's like, he's like, excuse me for a second, and he just walks up and walks out of the room. Oh, shit. So, but he was a little bit, uh, I guess he had some pre-show nerves, as I can certainly relate. Um, and uh, he was a little bit weirded out that I mentioned my nipples being hard, which is apparently some of the the most hardest and the most cult black metal musicians, not just about, um, but they can be weirded out by some by some of the things that I do, which is funny because they're people that you know spit pig's blood and set shirts on fire and you know do all this <laughs> yeah, extracurricular activities. Being worried about the likes of me, I'm a little bit like flattered that that I would you know make them uncomfortable. Um, but no, but he was uh, he was actually real cool afterwards because then he was like, all right, we'll wait till after the show and we'll give another shot. And that's what we did. 
And uh, as you can see, he was a lot more relaxed after he went out there and delivered the goods. So sometimes you just got to get the uh, pre-show jitters out of your system. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm sure like um, maybe sometimes they go into this not knowing what it is, just thinking it's another publication or whatever. <laughs> and little do they know they bump into you or you're like yeah. full Surprise. character. And it's yeah. impressive, like the character itself too because like i think if i was like in your shoes i'd be like i wouldn't be able to keep a straight face sometimes like just busting out laughing but like your improv skills are on point dude (laughs) yes and i agree yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so uh right now you just released a new album the Glory yeah. Hole Overture in, is it F sharp or minor or major? It's F, yes, it's F, it's F sharp because if it was, yes, it's, if it was F minor, it would just be an E. It would be in the key of E if it was F minor. So uh, F sharp apparently uh, summoning the devil is, is most, uh, what's the word? It's easiest to summon the devil in the key of F sharp and it's a very metal key, so. Oh, appropriate yeah. to make an entire overture in the key of F sharp. So yeah, I'm glad you like it. It'll be uh, available on the download of May 17th. You can also pre-order it on my Bandcamp, and it's definitely got a lot of heavy riffs. Oh yeah, and I I love how it's just like you're taking this character and just pushing it into new directions. Like it seems like you're going out of your comfort zone with different things. Like you're doing live shows, and it's just awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, with the, the Glory Hole Overture, uh, four out of the five songs, like the four, an overture, it's like four songs in one movement, and they're all in the key of F sharp, and we actually did record them live in the studio, so uh, it was a little bit less of a like studio production and more of like a, a recorded type practice or a concert, essentially. So it kind of captures our chaotic cohesion as a live unit, and then yeah pushing out I'm just trying to expand and make riffs that are heavier and faster and weirder and in some high notes that <laughs> in some higher registers that uh, are up there in the stratosphere yeah yeah and uh, definitely got a lot more evil riffs where that came from yeah it's even cool like um, the sound of the production it reminds me of like an old throwback like metal album so it's kind of like genius how you put that together and just like the whole the whole package is just so what's the word non-poser is sure whatever <laughs> like, very true yeah I think that's the important thing I try to be authentic there's a lot of bands that they produce music that sounds really just like way too polished a little bit too neat too neat around the edges a lot of uh, extreme metal bands like death metal bands or thrash metal bands just it sounds like sterile almost or just overdone so I wanted it to be raw and uh, and actually recording it live was super super fun so in the future we might just have to keep doing that just kind of uh, jamming the, the primary instrumentation parts or partially doing it live to kind of capture us as a unit and then it'll have that it'll always have that live edge because I do again it's Corpse Entertainment baby yeah so yeah so, I, want, I want the album to sound the way it would sound in concert and vice versa I think that's I've, before, I've been performing since 2011 so with anything I do it's, it's all about pulling it off in a live environment so uh, that's important with the music and I uh, hope that all those necromaniacs who are listening will see me on the road in the near future somewhere 
Yeah, yeah. And I, I love all the, the subtle ref, wrestling references, necromaniacs, <laughs> to the most electrifying yeah. man in sports, or corpse entertainment. Not, not so subtle, but it, I'm going to just, an artist imitates a master steel, baby. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like kind of what you're doing coincides with a lot of the content I put on this show, but like, so like I've had pro wrestlers like people know I live and breathe heavy metal and fucking right. I've been like doing videography for rap battles which apparently you did yesterday oh, right yes I'm still recovering from my victory celebration because yeah. of the, we, we hit the Franzia hard to celebrate after the rap battle but that was my first time uh, there's a a show in Philadelphia at a good good comedy theater called Eat Your Beats and it is pretty unique in that it's a food based excuse me it's a food based uh, rap battle show so it's, you're on your feet improvising and on all sorts of uh, sort of lyrical uh, lyrical gymnastics and so I was I was delivered the goods I was the last man standing and I guess I'll have to return to uh you know, defend my defend my proverbial crown. Yeah, it's a comedy theater. You don't get paid, but it's, it's a fan. <laughs> I know what that's all about. Imaginary crown or my belt, uh, and you know, in the future. So yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Again, it's the most electrifying man in corpse entertainment. So I'm really just trying to fire on all cylinders, even if it's rap battles from time to time. Fuck yeah! And I'm sure, like, it's got to be a bit exhausting. You being like okay i have to be the necrosexual and then on top of that like jump into new waters with a rap battle it's like okay now yeah. everything i have to say is like funny and it also has to rhyme it's like so many different <laughs> pieces of your brain like all like yeah. gotta be firing off so that had to be like exciting for you man yeah it was all good uh, to come out on top I was like whatever happens whether I'm, I'm gonna go I'm either gonna do okay or I'm gonna go down in flames but all you can really hope for is that it's entertaining to watch and it just so happened that you know like I said I had I had my hand raised in victory last night so uh, it's nice when people get you for once fuck <laughs> yeah that's that's amazing and can we expect a, ne- a necrosexual rap album in the near future uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm thinking of um, I would like to do some cover songs, maybe not so many rap songs, but I have a very dark spot in my heart for like soul and Motown, like the Temptation stuff. So um, definitely some older songs of that era. You know, the unexpected brutality. Yeah, uh, I would like to cover. And then actually, you know, thinking about my win last night, I do have a, a certain uh, kind of rap rap beat that I, kind of like a parody I think might be fun to pull off as like a live track or a bonus track or something so there, there might actually be a little bit more of that in the future because hey why not <laughs> yeah that's cool and uh, I love your spirit man it seems like you have like no boundaries or walls or fences you're like yeah, unwilling no, to climb you know man no rock is unturned with the necrosexual you know I mean I think the important part is you can put out a rap song and I can be a metalhead but just uh, I'm content to not ever do like rap metal or new metal so like as long as it's not that 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, stay uh, true. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 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 really really cool. And um yeah, it, it's like I mentioned, it's so awesome where you're going with this brand from seeing you many years ago. It's like hella inspiring. Uh, even like, uh, yeah, I just feel inspired to push forward into like uncharted boundaries myself when I see people like you doing it and doing it really well. And, uh, like, since you're so busy right now, I wondered if I was wondering if you're ever going to go back to doing interviews as well and just kind of keep everything rolling. Or? Yeah, absolutely. I always enjoy, I'm a little bit selective with the interviews that I do just because of some time issues and, and I don't want to, I don't really have much interest in interviewing a band that sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I do have um, a couple shows coming up in the near future. I always try to create some like content if it's like if I'm playing with a band that I dig. I'm uh, playing actually one of your uh, Canadian countrymen on May 7th. We had a date in Philadelphia with Thor. That's John Michael Thor. Okay. Uh, so I'm hoping to definitely interview him, talk to him about, you know, like his power building and strongman stuff and also his music. So uh, I'm, I'm optimistic that we'll have some video content to show for that um, in the next couple of weeks or months. So that's on the horizon for one thing. And then uh, I have a couple other like uh, sort of um, projects of mine. I'm trying to go back to doing some sort of um, like talk show or creating those style shows like they used to do the necrosexuals lair yeah that was uh, hilarious that, dude. yeah it was great it was just again it, you, we don't have like a studio to kind of operate out of it can be a little bit difficult to pull out but I think we're some things are uh, aligning the right way so in the future yeah I would definitely like to keep doing the, the interviews and just doing the uh, kind of like nightlife personality thing uh, and in addition to the music so again it's in the world like a battering ram you got a fire on all cylinders <laughs> yeah yeah and i know myself it could get exhausting as well but it's better to have like way too many ideas and opportunities than none at all man and it's it's, yeah. it's cool to see you rocking all that shit and i don't know if you're gonna have time for this but i'd even pr- uh, suggest uh uh pro wrestling to you too you, you got the tights and you got the knowledge oh man yeah i it's funny you mentioned that sean because i was uh very briefly before i released the grim one album i was actually in pro wrestling training uh for six months at uh, the world famous monster factory in uh, paulsboro new jersey and let me tell you i have never been so relieved to quit something in my life <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude so, um even uh, I I know what that is because I'm I'm the type of guy who dives into like whatever I'm interested in and some stick and some doesn't. But when I was a teenager, I went to a pro wrestling school for a couple months, and holy fuck, does it hurt, man! Like you yes. think, yeah. you you think, oh yeah, the, like you even touched a ring. There's a little bit of a mat or whatever, but I yeah. still vividly remember taking that first bump and having a shock go through my body into my head and just like oh i don't know if this is for me man yeah people don't realize it's it's uh planks of wood supported by steel beams and about half an inch of like memory foam you know between and, and canvas over it so it's absolutely unforgiving uh and I, I try to go 100 percent with everything that i do but i, I realized pretty quickly that uh I was almost turning 30 at the time and I was like my body is not made for this so <laughs> I'm gonna just focus on getting my band together and then within the next year I was able to release my first album so it was definitely the right 
Definitely, but uh, going through the training, did you feel like you respected a lot more too? Oh, of course. I mean, it's. I mean, I, I knew I already knew it hurt, and I already knew how much like work goes into it. But it, it was like it, it was definitely good to see the sense of grind that you can get from pro wrestling and applying that towards your own entertainment career. Uh, because it's you know it's the same thing it's, it's getting yourself over it's getting your brand you know and in wrestling it's usually one person it's getting your single singular brand over and to catch on with people when there's a ton of hungry competition so I definitely emulated and tried to take that same sense of drive that the people who are trying to get into WWE and take that same sense of motivation and apply it to the necrosexual so I think that you know hopefully my, my work output the past couple of years will speak for that yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and you're right. Like you can like get so much inspiration from that. And I find like sometimes I'll dive in a rabbit hole of listening to a bunch of pro wrestling uh, podcasts, and a lot of the stuff they're talking about, like it kind of coincides with the comedy grind. And I'm sure it's like musicians kind of feel the same way too. It's it's pretty much what you said. Like just being out there by yourself and just giving her. You know, it's like. Yeah, crazy. No one else is going to, so you gotta kind of fight tooth and claw up uh, that mountain the whole way. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, with the album out, uh, where can people find this? So that's on my Bandcamp. Again, you can go to necrosexual.bandcamp.com. I put my first album, Grim One, that's on my Bandcamp as well, and uh, I think Spotify and Apple Music. So it's definitely out there. And uh, you know, we got one EP on the way in a few weeks and like I said I think May 17th but I already have uh, quite the backlog of other totally brutal songs ready to unleash so if you like what you hear there'll be more to come very soon that's awesome love your grind and uh, I noticed following you on social media you always got like a show going on or something yeah Um, do you have any uh, coming up you're in the Philadelphia area right yeah, I'm in Philadelphia, so it's right in the belly of the beast. <laughs> but uh, tough, tough city for sure. But yeah, I mean, May 7th, uh, I have a show with John Michael Thor. So that's going to be really exciting. Uh, again, I mean, the guy really was ahead of his time. I mean, he was doing the Viking kind of powerful straw man macho thing before Man of War in like the 70s. So. Uh, he's an elder statesman I'm, I'm looking forward to playing with him and delivering the goods and also hopefully taking his brain on a few things yeah yeah and then uh, for people along the east coast um, Portland Canada is not in this track but I'll be hitting up uh, the east coast with the Richmond Baltimore D.C. Uh, Raleigh area with Basilisk uh, June 12th through 15th or 16th but that's all online you know and hopefully I'm just gonna keep at it keep playing keep grinding away and Hopefully coming to a town near you. Necromania is taking over. Fuck yeah, yeah. Keep doing your thing. I'm always going to support this. Uh, I love seeing your journey, and hopefully we can get you like in a show in like Canada, whether it's comedy or music. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we can probably You're in like. The area, right? Yeah, yeah. We, I could probably uh, talk yeah. to you another time off the mic and get you some uh, promoters or whatever if you feel like coming yeah, up this cool. way. 
Oh, totally. We have a, we know a couple friends, uh, like Sideshow, but less performers uh, from, you know, throughout Canada. It's a big country, so, <laughs> you know. Uh, so on different coasts, but I think we had a couple uh, in the Toronto area. Either way, you know, I mean, it, Canada's a great, it seems like a great time between uh, the love of pro wrestling and the hardy metal and everything. So hopefully in the next, sooner uh, or later in the next year, I'll be making some trips up north in some capacity. So hope to see you soon, Canucks. Yeah, man. And it's, yeah, it'd be cool to meet you in person too. I know we've been following each other a lot on uh, social yeah. media over the years. And yeah, it's it's cool to have a voice conversation with you. You're always like texting yeah. me like silly things and making me laugh at work and shit, and it's fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, it makes the heart swell when you hear a friendly voice over time and space. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna wrap this one up. But uh, I I just want to say I appreciate your time. I know you're feeling hungover today. You fucking won your first rap battle, and right? That's like no big three would be earned without a heavy metal hangover to show for it, Sean. <laughs> Hell yeah! And uh, anything else you want to say? I just want to say to all the heavy metal necromaniacs all over the world. I hope to see you soon. And prepare to go one on one with the grim one in my new album, The Glory Hole Overture in F sharp. <laughs> Ghost Radio. Screaming as I spiral.